0: Alright, so dude. I know when you
1: saw it on Wednesday, my time You immediately pinged me in Discord and said We need to do a podcast about this as soon as you have seen it This is non-negotiable, okay, okay, in ca- all caps yeah, Pretty much Okay, so I saw it Saturday night, my time And I said so in the Discord general thing Did you see that? I did and you didn't immediately go. We got a podcast now. Probably because I was at work at the time. Right. <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't like as soon as I'm off work, we got to do this thing. Did you? Did your feelings about the movie change in the meantime? No, or I Just what I, happened I there? I
0: thought you were busy.
1: Oh, okay. You were yeah. being considerate. Well, thank you, Wade. I was actually super exhausted. I got home from watching that thing. It was like midnight, and I wasn't getting a lot of sleep anyway. So I was not up for a podcast. But now I am rested, and I believe you are fairly rested, and I think we're ready to go.
0: I also thought we needed to do two, because I thought we were going to have a guest, but we don't.
1: Right. We did have a guest scheduled for this podcast, but it fell through, so we're going to reschedule that one. But we do have a special guest next week, and probably the week after that. I'm going to have two in a row. I'm going to... Tr- if you have any requests for guests, I'll see what I can do. We got Neuro that one time. That was cool. We might be able to That's get true. Puck, actually. Puck seems to like me on a certain level. He joined the Discord server, and <laughs> that one time I watched his stream like for the first time ever, and was like, hey, Puck. He was like, oh, hey, Falcon. I was like, what the... He was reading chat, and he responded to me, and he knew who I was and everything, so that's good news. I mean, we used to correspond fairly frequently about casting his replays. If you notice, there's a lot of Puck on my channel.
0: Right. You and Puck are BFFs. We get it.
1: Yeah. No, I didn't think we were, but he just—the fact that he has been friendly recently is kind of—it's nice. So I'll talk to him. I'll see if he wants to be on the pod. We can talk about StarCraft a lot for those of you who are here for the StarCraft mostly Although if you're here for the Starcraft mostly, you probably didn't click on the pod that says Infinity War only. (laughs) Yeah. Entirely possible. (laughs) So anyway, this is the Infinity War Special Edition podcast. It's going to be all of the things. We've got a list of stuff that happened in the movie because it's really jam-packed. What is the runtime on this movie? Because it is long. 235, I want to say. The Wikipedia says 149 minutes. So that's Two
0: hours, 40 Here minutes. There
1: you go. I was close with my estimation.
0: Which makes it longer than Civil War by 12 minutes.
1: Yeah. It is long. It didn't feel long to me. Did it feel long to you?
0: It felt like I was sitting there for a while. Like, I was very aware of that, but it didn't feel like it outside. It's welcome. So, I was fine with that. Mm. Yes,
1: I agree. There was no part where I was like, this has got to be over soon. Although, I had I had like an entire giant thing of cherry Coke, which I finished about halfway through because I'm dumb. <laughs> And the last third of the movie was a little uncomfortable, but I made it without having
0: to take a pee break, so I was happy about that. That's something I don't get. People who have to get up and go and pee during a movie. It's like, the longest movie I think I've ever seen is three hours, and I didn't have to get up. Why can't you sit still? Did you
1: drink an American large cherry Coke all by yourself?
0: I did some house sitting for someone once, and they left me 60 cans of Coke. And I decided this is when I was much younger and uh, I I could drink, you know, 20 cans of Coke in a day. I watched Lord of the Rings. It's like a three-hour movie. And I did not need to get up and pause it. (laughs) Okay?
1: You have an ironclad bladder and you should be grateful for this gift. But I don't think this is a normal experience. I think you're weird is what I'm saying. (laughs) I think most people are just, they give in too easily. Okay, that's fine. I mean, if you were feeling like you had to pee and you just endured, that's one thing. But you saying, I didn't have to pee at all, is weird.
0: No, because like, I'll get out of a movie after having a large like popcorn and coke, like my brother or my friends or whoever I go see a movie with. And then it'll be, all right, let's walk to the bathroom, because I know they need to go. And I'll yeah. just stand there and wait. Okay, you have superpowers. Do powers. you need to pee every t- two hours and 40 minutes?
1: Um, depends on how much I'm drinking throughout the so day. So the answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure that, like, Coke is a diuretic. Oh,
0: yeah, it is. Caffeine is, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it is a thing. We're getting bogged down in non-movie details. The point is, it's long. Uh, it didn't feel like it was, yes. like, stupid long for either of us, which is a good sign. Yes. All right. So, for beginners, it starts in the immediate aftermath of Thanos' ship just blowing the crap out of the Asgardians, who were fleeing blown-up Asgard at the end of Thor Ragnarok. We did not get this battle. No, we did not. So we're missing Valkyrie and Korg and his friend. I can't remember his name. Scissors guy.
0: Yeah, I don't remember his name.
1: Right. They're just gone. Like, we don't know if they're dead. We don't know if they're alive. I assume Valkyrie has similar survivability as Thor does, considering she's a Valkyrie. She's
0: an Asgardian, but
1: she's not like son level. True. Like, I think Thor has extra levels of immortality that perhaps the average Asgardian does not, although they're never explicit about that.
0: They do say that he is 1,500 years old, but he is not old enough to remember a time when there were actually Valkyries putting her at an even older age, hmm?
1: Correct. But there is a difference between immortality and indestructibility. You can, your body cannot die of natural causes, but if somebody shoots you in the face, you die, right?
0: Right, yeah, I get that. Okay. If it's plausible that she, as a, as a Valkyrie, can live that long, So I think she's pretty tough.
1: Yes, uh, absolutely. I think she's really tough, for sure. Anyway, we don't know what happened to her, which pisses me off. Like, give us four seconds, or it's like, and then she escaped into the space and she's fine. We don't, we're not going to spend time on her. Like, we don't have time to do that, but she's okay. And Korg's okay, because I really like Korg. <laughs> I'm so sad if Korg is dead and we didn't get to find out what <laughs> happened to him.
0: Well, I mean, Taika Waititi was at the um, like the red carpet event, the premiere. He is with the director of one
1: of the more successful Marvel movies of all time, and they're like, Taika, you have an outstanding invitation to come to everything you want to.
0: It <laughs> could be that.
1: Could be that, and he's like, oh, that sounds like a good time. Think I'll go. Then he does his Korg voice to people, and they laugh. <laughs> <sighs> I want to meet Taiko Watiti one day.
0: Did you see the photo of him and Paul Rudd? Yes. And all, like the photoshops, because Taika Waititi is like, "Look at my face. That's not love. He's stabbing me." <laughs> yep. That seems about. It
1: is so good. So it is good. so good. And Paul Rudd just has like classic stoic Paul Rudd face right yeah. there. He's like, "I don't want to. I don't want to do this, but it has to mm. be done." <laughs> We'll put a picture in the show notes if you're like, what are we talking
0: about? The Valkyrie chick and Paul Rudd and Hawkeye were all not in the movie.
1: Yeah. Remember last time we talked about how come Hawkeye and Ant-Man aren't on the movie poster? And it's like,
0: because they're not in the movie at all, it turns out. Which is really weird, especially when they have like a line in the movie that it's like, it doesn't matter if you're not on speaking terms. If we don't have everyone here, we're going to lose. And it's like, those two guys, we can do without them. Pretty much. Which is weird. Okay, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, he kind of a bow. <laughs> fair. But Ant-Man's incredibly useful. Such use. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to have him fighting in Wakanda because he would be too big and break the shield dome battery. Maybe. Maybe. I was just, I
1: was annoyed. I I mean, I know the movie was incredibly overburdened already, but give us something. Whatever.
0: Maybe they'll turn up. Like, okay, so we're going to skip right to the end. Uh, you, I assume you saw the uh, end credits scene? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. So they're calling Captain Marvel, well, Nick Uh tries to, maybe wherever she is, is with Ant-Man and Hawkeye, and her movie, which is set to come out before the next Avengers movie, will have them in it. So March 2019 is Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. You think she's going to show up in Ant-Man and the Wasp? No. That's soon. I don't think she'll show up in that. Oh. My other hope is that Ant-Man and the Wasp actually takes place after the Infinity War with humanity being halved. I think that would be really interesting.
1: I think so, too. I don't know what to expect from that movie, but that's why I'm going to go see it. I like not knowing. So basically, Thanos shows up, and he's like, yes, all you people are dead. Ooh, I love monologuing guy. I don't know what his name is. What's monologuing guy? The guy who monologues, who's like... All hail Thanos, he is merciful and great, and you're being blessed because he's murdering you. I think officially he's one of the children of Thanos. No, only,
0: like, I think Thanos only has daughters. Is he not? Uh, Corvus Glaive, I think, is the guy you're talking about.
1: Anyway, I liked him. He had cool powers, he was real strong, and he also had a way with words, so I liked that very much. Anyway, so he's monologuing, yada yada yada, Thor's got the snot beat out of him, Loki is around and saying things because that's what Loki does.
0: And then Loki
1: dies. Which, no he doesn't, come on. He
0: d- He's dead there. He is so dead there.
1: No. Why? Master of illusion. Master of trickery. He's died four times already, but this is the one. This is the one where it's not a trick. I I feel like he's
0: actually dead there. Because? Because if he was still an illusion after he left, he wouldn't like, he would have been like, hey Thor, I'm totally fine. Let's get the hell out of here.
1: Yeah, he's always chill with Thor. He's always like, hey man, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. That was, I faked my own death. Heck no, why would he do that? He's not gonna fight Thanos, he knows. He tried to murder, I think he's actually dead then. No, he didn't. He pretended to try to murder Thanos, knowing he would fail, pretended to die, and then he's hiding somewhere until everything blows over. He doesn't want to help the Avengers fight Thanos, that's a suicide mission.
0: Suicide mission?
1: He died.
0: He's dead. He's dead no he didn't he faked it so he wouldn't have to fight how many years do we have to go before we go okay well he is dead like if we go the next five years without him showing up in another marvel movie can we look back and say i'm right and he's dead yes absolutely Yep. okay time stamp it date mark whatever <laughs> we're coming back in five years five
1: years done i'm just saying look Loki's all about self-preservation, trickeration, and illusion. You really think he thought he had a solid chance of killing Thanos there? Really?
0: I think he did, yeah.
1: Really? After Thanos just beat the ever-loving snot out of Hulk, which we're going to get to. He watched him beat the crap out of Hulk and said, You know what? I can stab
0: him in the neck. I think he thinks he does. Oh, that's not Loki, though. He's not a hero. When's he ever been a hero? Uh, Never. He doesn't, he doesn't want to die. He'll still okay. fight someone if he thinks he's going to die. And I think... He thought he had a shot.
1: I don't think there was any reason for him to think that he was going to be executed there. I think he said, I need a way out. I need... If people think I'm dead, I'm safe for a long time. I'm going to set the situation up where I try to attack Thanos, in finger air quotes. He will kill me, in air quotes. And then I can just bail on this whole thing. Because screw the Avengers and screw everybody. I'm out for me. We'll have to see. We can't prove it either way at this point. I just don't... Even Thor, when he's mourning later, he's like, "And Loki's
0: gone, and I think he might really be (laughs) dead." It's true. His Thor speech about how like Dad's dead, Mom's dead, brother's dead, sister's dead. I had to kill her. Shame.
1: Well, and then we'll get to that scene. But when he just basically says, "We're gonna take him down," and if we don't, like, so what? What else do I have to lose? Like, dang, that's dark, Thor. You've had a rough go Mm. of it lately. He's never fought me twice. Man, this Thor is the best Thor. Thor with haircut, for some like f- some it's reason, is a billion times more entertaining than Thor with long hair. I don't know what it is. It's got to be the Taika Waititi influence. <laughs> Taika's like, this is a better Thor. Here, yeah. do this with him. And Marvel's like, you know what? You're right. Thank you. All right. So anyway, um, blah, blah, blah. The, okay, so now we're getting to the Hulk. We have a Hulk. The Hulk charges in full Hulk style, smashes Thanos into a wall, and Thanos is like, mm, I'm fine proceeds to wwe the living snot out of him very calmly and methodically beats him down i don't say beat him to death because i don't know you can kill the hulk
0: right i don't know
1: i don't think you can everything i've read about it says that he gets his energy from the universe the more you hurt him the angrier he gets and he cannot be killed
0: if he bleeds you can kill him and
1: he can bleed he can i just think he's i think he's as indestructible as thor is on that level of indestructibility
0: yeah okay i'll agree with that but he's not indestructible okay. is not indestructible that's fair
1: so all right so what they did was okay this is thanos you've seen five seconds of screen time with him thus far in the marvel cinematic universe you don't know how scary he is you're not sure how much of a threat he is shortcut he's going to beat the crap out of hulk you know how big he is therefore thanos is big and bad and scary mission accomplished i'm down with that however the problem comes when there is a trope involving Worf from Star Trek. You're familiar with Worf?
0: No.
1: Okay, so Worf is the Klingon security officer on Star Trek The Next Generation. He is big and bad and strong and a strong warrior. Like, even for a Klingon, he is said to be, like, incredibly strong and crafty and stuff. So, Star Trek, over the course of the series, in order to establish a new alien race or a new big bad as being a threat, they would show up and beat the snot out of Worf because that's the shortcut. But it happens so much that Worf got absolutely neutered in the series and nobody took him seriously because he is always getting his butt kicked. Okay. It's the overuse of this shortcut. And I just, I don't know, I just worry. I guess maybe it's cause I'm showing some favoritism cause I really think that Hulk is my favorite Avenger. And just watching him get absolutely hammered. He got like two shots in and that was it. The fight was over. After that point.
0: Has the Hulk gotten just easily smashed before? No. Unless okay, it's, it's happened
1: fine. in one of the previous Hulk movies that I haven't bothered to watch because they're not. No,
0: good. there's only one you have to watch Ed even then I haven't seen it.
1: Okay. But in Avengers he's great and in Civil War he can't even show up because he would be the snot out of everybody else. And in um Ult- He was Ultron? in Ultron. He's in Ultron. And he's in, he's, in, he's in Ultron. He's
0: great in Ultron. He gets he does get beaten up by the Hulk suit of armor there uh ish did tony win that fight i mean he knocked him out right showing that the hulk can be subdued by blunt force trauma and then wanda
1: like brainwashed
0: him no wanda no wanda brainwashed him into turning into the hulk because that's when wanda was still bad
1: oh yeah back when she was bad for like five minutes yeah okay that's what happened so he went nuts and tony had to subdue him temporarily okay that's true but it was a good fight. It was like a knockdown, drag him out. It was not a Hulk got a punch in and then was immediately subdued in a brutal way. So all I'm saying is we've got Thor and Hulk on this ship. Both of them just absolutely overpowered without question. Never really getting any kind of a shot off at all to establish how big and bad Thanos is. And it just felt like overkill.
0: Uh, I didn't, it didn't feel like over, overkill to me. It felt like it properly established that Thanos needs to be taken down by a group. It does. Because... There was a small group there. It was Hulk, Thor, Heimdall, Loki. and Loki. Almost dead, Heimdall. Almost. Mm, rip. And Valkyrie. Theoretically. And Torg? Talk, Torg? Talk, talk. Korg? Korg, thank you.
1: I mean... He sure, could have like. helped. He's made of rocks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. He is. He's strong. Yeah, so the point is that it takes a lot to take down Thanos. I'm just we spent a really long time making Hulk awesome and Thor has new lightning powers that he was incredible with at the end of Ragnarok and all is for naught in the face of Thanos. Can they just be hard? Can it just be hard for Thanos to win that fight and still establish how tough he is as a
0: villain? Thanos also had his followers. Yes, he did. So, it was a team fight, on a team fight, and you really only see Thanos fight the whole.
1: Yeah, and it's most it's mostly Magneto taking down Thor, it seems.
0: <laughs> yes, mostly Right, because he's Magneto. <laughs> he's mostly Magneto.
1: He is, except he can affect living things, so he's even better than
0: Magneto. He is absolutely better than Magneto. <laughs> yeah. Actually, hmm. I mean, Magne- like Iron Man could never do anything to Magneto. Like, you would never, ever send Magneto to fight Iron Man. But Correct. Iron Man... You know, it was fine fighting this guy, mostly. Like, he had help, obviously, but... He wasn't wearing his... was he wearing his suit? I meant always wearing his suit, what do you want about? He can't not wear not a suit now.
1: Not it... But not when... oh, well, there's the nanobot thing, right? Is that really metal?
0: Yeah, it's in his chest again. Like, he re-implanted that thing into his chest, and it's nanomachines, which I assume are made out of metal. I just think he spent most of the time fighting dude with the axe rather than Magneto guy. Wait, what about in the ship? With Strange and uh, Spider-Man.
1: In the ship, they blew a hole in the side because of that old movie Aliens, and the dude got sucked out before he did anything. Right. Yeah.
0: Right, but if he if he was Magneto there, he could easily just pull the ship back to him once he's outside. you think so. I was wondering about that actually. Like that was real easy. I mean, that guy went down pretty easy, but I think Magneto would have a better chance there.
1: Fair. So I don't know. We don't know the full extent of. This guy's powers. Uh, what's his name?
0: I saw it here a moment ago.
1: The Wikipedia page doesn't want to give him any credit at all.
0: Uh, If you look in the cast section, I I, I saw it somewhere. It's basically uh, Yeah, it's Ebony Moore. That guy's name is Ebony Moore. Ebony Moore? Ebony. As in ebony and ivory.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay. Ebony it is. Yeah. Anyways... Blah blah blah. Heimdall is able to buy Frost Thor to or er, Hulk to Earth.
0: Mm, Hulk to Earth, uh, straight to New York. Yeah, it was nice, nice, tar- nice target there, uh, Heimdall. I mean, I think it's a good thing Heimdall can see literally everyone in the world. Yes, right, the universe makes it easier for sure
1: so he does that and then they leave thor and a uh, deadheim doll and everybody else to die on the ship and it blows up and at that point i was like thor's fine <laughs> <laughs> i know maybe some people are worried about thor at this point no. i'm not worried about thor you can blow him up in a spaceship adrift in space and he's totally cool and my wife actually asked this question have we ever seen thor survive in just open space before and i said i don't think so but i've always assumed he can
0: loki fell off asgard in the first four movies so i and since he came back just fine i I think it was assumed that he could like it wasn't a surprise for me yeah although loki and thor aren't exactly close physiologically right he might be a frost giant but he they're both gifted by like odin i I assume that at some point odin gives them some sort of magical ability
1: yeah That's my assumption, too. Some kind of nigh-indestructibility power. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Anyway, so Thor gets blown up, but not really blown up. So Hulk ends up uh, crashing through the Sanctum Sanctorum, which is Doctor Strange's home in New York City. Incredible target practice, target uh, Mm. success by Heimdall. Again, reverts to Bruce Banner, meets Doctor Strange and Wong, warns them about Thanos. Uh, Strange talks to Tony Stark about it. Yada, yada, yada. So we've got different people meeting up here who have not actually met each other before or they're not aware of each
0: other's existence. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems pretty apparent that Doctor Strange is aware of Tony Stark, and Tony Stark seems pretty aware of him. Do you think so? I felt like Stark didn't know who Doctor Strange was. It might, like, at first when he, like, pops out of, like, his uh, sling ring portal and is like, oh, hey, by the way, congratulations on your engagement. Tony looked like a little, huh? But then he yeah. kind of just rolls with the punches when it's like Earth has wizards. Yeah, he does. But I'm just
1: saying, I don't think he had prior knowledge. I think he was able to be like, you know what? I've seen stranger things than this. Pun intended, not really. But uh, <laughs> we're just going to roll with it. Whereas Dr. Strange, who has the ability to see everything.
0: Dr. Strange doesn't see everything. He has
1: the ability to, though. How? What
0: ability? I
1: don't know. He did that thing where he looked into 1.6 million possible futures and everything that would happen there. And I feel like he has the ability to... He used an
0: infinity stone to look for time. Right? That's not the ability to... Like, he's not Heimdall. (laughs) Someone who can literally see everyone. Okay, I just...
1: Do you like he has a better, better general knowledge of what's happening than Stark does?
0: Probably, yeah. And that's, I mean, you know how Doctor Strange probably knows of Stark? I think he's turned on a TV at one point.
1: (laughs) That's fair. Whereas Doctor Strange's exploits have not necessarily been on the local news. But
0: fun fact, in uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Doctor Strange's name is a name on the list of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s targets to kill when they turn on the helicarriers. (gasps) Oh, snap.
1: So maybe... They make some snipes back and forth at each other. Blah, 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 We need to make this thing happen. At this point, I was kind of bummed that Tony wasn't like, all right, let's call everyone. He's just like, well, I guess this is us. Other people, they're mad at me. Can't really get the band back together again. It's like, dude, it is world-threatening danger. You don't think you should
0: try? I mean, he was going to. He was just hesitant. Yeah. Because he still feels bad.
1: Yeah, I get that. But let's... Like, I understand feeling bad when everything's cool, but when you are facing earth-level extinction events, you put that aside. Feelings don't matter anymore, man. We need to make sure everybody knows what's going on as soon as possible.
0: I'm sorry he's a flawed and complex character.
1: He's super flawed and super complex.
0: I'm sorry that he has some depth and he doesn't just immediately jump to action when you want him to.
1: He should. should have a
0: button that's jump to action button. He does. It's in his chest.
1: <laughs> you just gotta poke it with a stick. <laughs> Anyway, then, uh, so Ma and Obsidian show up, and they're doing a fight, and then Spider-Man shows up, because finally, for the first time, something in an Avengers movie happens in New York City, and Spider-Man's available.
0: (laughs) Finally, yes.
1: It does. And I guess it answers the question of why wasn't Spider-Man in the first Avengers? You think New York City's under attack, and he doesn't show up? And the answer is, he wasn't Spider-Man yet, according to this chronology. Yeah. So there you go. Fair. Makes sense. He was like six. Yeah. Wait, is
0: he still like six? I don't know.
1: Yeah, basically. He is baby Spider-Man after all, <laughs> Spider Boy. Spider Boy. So he shows up and he's awesome, and there's a great fight with portals and all sorts of great stuff with Iron Man, and it's wonderful, and I really enjoyed it. Yes, that was
0: a fun fight scene. Can I just say, every single Marvel movie where Tony Stark puts on an Iron Man suit, it's always fantastic. I don't, I don't know what it is. I haven't ever been disappointed by a he putting on his armor scene. I agree. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful
1: Alright, so anyway They end up capturing Strange And take him into the crazy wheel spaceship Tony mm-hmm. and Spider-Man Go after the spaceship And Bruce Banner tries to turn back into Hulk And Hulk's like, screw you I'm not
0: coming out Hulk decides he doesn't want to play nice Which isn't At all Yeah, like you'd think that would be his default position For coming out as the Hulk Is I don't want to play nice I want to rough stuff up But, yeah. but no, no, apparently he doesn't want to Punch anything now He doesn't So they're not Specifically clear about this But I really
1: feel like It just comes down to He's afraid He's never been Beat down that easily By anything before And he doesn't want That to happen again
0: I mean I think the Hulk Is still technically part Of Bruce Banner's Subconscious Like it's still yeah. Part of him And I think maybe He's like I don't know Depressed or something And he just He physically Cannot get angry Enough to the point Where the Hulk's Willing to come out anymore Like Part fear, part just depressed. Because <laughs> he does say, like, yeah. like Tony o goes, do you want a piece of this? And he goes, no, but when do I ever get whatever I want? And you think about it, for like the last four years, mm. this guy's been, been controlled by the Hulk permanently for a bit. Ended up on alien planets, uh, hanging out with Thor on the Asgardian refugee ship. He's probably got some PTSD. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense.
1: Mm. Although skipping forward a little bit When he's fighting the dude in the Hulkbuster suit Towards the end of the film on Wakanda Mm -hmm. And he's Mm -hmm. getting the absolute Mm -hmm. snot kicked out of him I was like, "All right, look The Hulk is nothing if not self-preservational He's essentially a parasite Not really in like a bad way But he's a symbiote And if Banner dies, Hulk dies And I don't think if Banner's life had been if Banner's life had been in serious, serious jeopardy, like he is inches from death, I think Hulk comes out at that point. I don't think he has a choice.
0: In the first Avengers movie, uh, Banner does specify that he ate a bullet and the other guy spat it back out. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And I think Banner was expecting it. I think he's getting the snot beat out of him. Things are going poorly in this fight. He's expecting the Hulk to come out. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. need to, but I really think that's how that works. I think if Banner is in true, true mortal peril, Hulk has no choice but to come out and fight because otherwise he dies too. Right. All right, cool. Glad we got that figured out Yeah so uh, the best part about the, uh, the ship thing Is that it's Tony Stark and Peter Parker Who are doing the thing Because those two Their relationship is one of my favorite things About Marvel films right now Stark just the proud parent Who doesn't want to show his pride too much And Peter's just eager to please Wants to be part of the team But wants to feel like he's earned to be part of the team
0: Oh it's so good So good That relationship really like It, it, it gives you a warm fuzzy feeling Which they definitely use against you later they do. They they
1: exploit that big time.
0: This is just the part when they're on the ship. Well, like, there's uh, so many things. They're
1: going up and he's like, you got to go home. And he chucks him off and gives him the parachute. Mm. Before that, though, he chucks the updated Spider-Man, like, nanobot suit on him.
0: The iron spider suit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The iron spider suit. Because he's like, I didn't want to... I've been saving this for a special occasion. And I guess us hurtling into space is a good special occasion.
0: It is. I mean... You actually see that suit at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. And yes. he actually needed to give him that suit. Otherwise, he would have passed out from lack of oxygen and then fallen to his death.
1: Although not like Stark would have let that happen either. I think he could have gotten him safely back to Earth.
0: Yeah, he could have, but then he wouldn't have been able to get on board the ship.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it would have been it's giving
0: up Strange and an him. Infinity Stone for one Spider-Boy.
1: Correct. So he said, all right, worst of bad choices... Here's your suit. Welcome aboard. And I love the perfunctory knighting he gives him. <laughs> he just <laughs> as he's walking past, he goes, Top, top, you're on the Avengers now, keeps walking.
0: <laughs> Very nonchalant stock. I love it. Yes. And Peter's so happy. Oh, the relationship is the best. And then then you get that great. It's one of my favorite jokes. And it was in the trailer, actually. So I, I knew it was coming, but Spider-Man introduces himself to Doctor Strange. And he's he's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I'm Doctor Strange, and he goes, Oh. We're using oh. our made up names. I'm Spider-Man <laughs> Strange just gives him a, like a little and <laughs> then <laughs> turns around and walks off. Yeah.
1: He just looks at him and he's like, hmm, not not really worth going there with this kid. And then again, just everything, everything, baby Spider-Man, yo, is just so good. He's like, all right, I have a plan. I got an idea. So there's this really old movie, <laughs> Aliens. <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> and Tony's eyes could not roll any further into his head. Uh Yes. Oh my gosh. Actually, I'm going to... He didn't say alien, right? He said aliens. He said aliens. Because the, yeah.
0: it's aliens... The, not alien, but aliens. Yep. Where the ship blows a hole. Yeah.
1: Yep. Aliens is 1986. Pretty old movie. Alien is 79. It's even older by a substantial True. bit. True. But I don't think he's even aware of alien. He probably only knows about aliens. I guess it's a sequel. So he'd have to know. He'd have to know. Yeah. Anyway, so that's fantastic. And so the plan is they blow a hole in the ship and they suck out Magneto and everything's cool. And that went really well. I was not expecting it to be that easy. I yeah. thought they'd win. I figured they'd win the fight because they just, I don't know, they had good numbers and they had a plan and they had the element of surprise. But that they were able to just instant death. I think that was probably a time constraint thing. They're like, we don't have time to spend on this fight.
0: So out the hole you go. Yeah. It wasn't so fast and so unbelievably, like it it still felt reasonably good. Like, oh yeah, I could see someone like maybe doing that in a pinch and they do nearly kill strange in the process. That's true. That was
1: very close.
0: (laughs) Which is where, is that the first time you see Spider-Man's, uh, iron arms? Like the ones that pop out of his back now? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a pretty cool reveal. Yeah, Yeah, it
1: was. It is. I don't know where they fit. I don't know how he keeps that thing on his person, but they are great and very handy. Yeah. 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 Alright, so they've successfully rescued Doctor Strange. They decide to continue flying the ship towards wherever it wants to go because they'd rather fight Thanos there than on Earth, which seems like a pretty good plan. I'm down with it. Although, once again, call the people. Let other people know what's happening. He
0: can't. He doesn't have cell service from space. What do you want? And he dropped to the phone on Earth. You're telling me he doesn't
1: have a way to communicate with Earth from a far distance from it? There's nothing he could even try.
0: I mean, he could maybe try flying back there. No. Nope. You don't know how fast that ship's traveling. Believe it or not, Titan is not exactly specified to be in our solar system. But they get there pretty quick. So he's probably moving very quick.
1: Okay, that's a fair point. I guess my larger concern is that at no point... Once he's aware that Thanos is coming, does he not send a general emergency distress signal across whatever communication devices he has and let everybody know what's coming? Because there's certain people that get taken very
0: off guard by this. Right. I mean, Banner does pick up his phone and then call Steve. Cap, yeah. So people do get notified. Who gets taken off guard? Who are you talking about? Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, because they were off having a little lovebird rendezvous. Yeah, they were specifically unhooked. they were off the grid
1: yeah I guess I just I don't know I just don't see either Nick Fury or Stark allowing anybody on the team to go completely off the grid, right?
0: I don't. I think Starks at this point he's realized he can't keep people from doing what he wants. at sometimes. The last oh. time he tried to like keep an Avenger locked up in their bedroom, she got pissed and threw Vision down like fifteen stories of buildings.
1: Uh, into the earth. I believe that's true. Okay, so maybe it's an older, wiser Stark. I don't. Okay, I still don't see Nick Fury doing it though. I still see Nick. But, okay,
0: Nick Fury no longer has any. Like, technical power. He's not employed in on any level by the government as a S.H.I.E.L.D. Sh- S.H.I.E.L.D. is yeah. dead.
1: All right, that's fair. Okay, fine, they're off the grid. They're off the grid. They probably... Someone tried to call their cell phone. They didn't have it on them because they're hiding, and Mm. they got taken by surprise. That'll teach them.
0: I mean, it does teach them because Vision gets stabbed and then he's completely out for, like, the rest of the movie.
1: He sure does. And again, does he have a personality? He's self-sacrificing, and he's
0: noble. And
1: that's it. That's all this freaking robot is.
0: What do you want him to be? He doesn't, like... There's 27 heroes, and you're like, no, we need to know more about this character who is a paladin. Like, I mean, and maybe you're not one to judge people for being paladins.
1: (laughs) I I don't consider. Yes, paladins aren't interesting for the most part. Okay, it can be done. Actually, there's a webcomic called Order of the Stick where there's a paladin who's gone over the deep end of righteousness and is like doing bad
0: stuff in the name of the light. That's interesting. Right. I don't think Vision is uninteresting. He's, He's not particularly interesting, but he's not uninteresting either. He's not like he's a blank space on the wall.
1: He really is, though. Remember last time where I said
0: I forgot he exists? Yeah, I know you forget he exists, but you've got three kids and there are 26 people in this movie that you have to pay attention to. My brain cells are disappearing
1: rapidly. That's fair. Yeah. I just, I don't know. What what personality traits does he exhibit in this film? He exhibits a love for Wanda and the desire to sacrifice his own life to stop Thanos. The end. Like, Groot has as much screen time as Vision does, and Groot's teenage personality is way stronger. Right,
0: because, right, but we had two movies with Groot in it where he's more involved. This is not Groot. This is different Groot. Putting Groot in a teenager's body where he just kind of has to look at a video game and then kind of do what people ask and sometimes ignore them, that's a lot easier to convey because Groot can only say, I am Groot, right? He doesn't have to have any complete, like dialogue that makes sense. Yeah, so so you're saying it's
1: easier to develop a character that can only say one phrase as compared to an essentially human character with full language abilities.
0: Yes, because the simpler character is simpler. That's the problem. I don't see what you want Vision to be when he can't... You can... When he's doing him and you're like, but you're just... You were boring. Would you sit down and tell someone like face to face, you were boring and I forget you exist. Yes.
1: Because he doesn't show any fear. He doesn't show any self-interest. He doesn't show any desire for vengeance. He doesn't show any greed. He doesn't show anything.
0: Like, he's not greedy. He's not vengeful. But he doesn't want to die. He does have a love interest with uh, Scarlet Witch. He is protective of his friends. He clearly has an interest in the world as it is because he, he doesn't like pop out and be like, all right, I guess I was supposed to be Ultrons, but now I'll just wreck shit myself. Yep. Like that doesn't happen. He has a spiel there where he's like, I'm on the side of life <laughs> or whatever
1: so generically good.
0: Yeah, okay, that bit I'll give you. That's generically good. And he is just a good guy. He is, yep. Wh- what's wrong with that? Boring, he's boring. He
1: doesn't look, the movies are not about watching normal, boring dudes do stuff. It's not, nobody pays money for that.
0: Right, but he's he's not a normal dude. He's not a normal dude. He's a robot who can face through things and has affinity an stones strapped to his head. Nope, he's normal. That's the thing.
1: He's of extraordinary circumstances, but he never does anything extraordinary. Especially in this movie where they somehow stabbed him in the whatever and removed his ability to phase three seconds in. So we don't even see that. Mm. Take that away. And what is he? He's a MacGuffin. He might as well be an inert Infinity Stone.
0: No, if <laughs> you can't call people MacGuffins. It's not fair. Like, you described in the last podcast, a MacGuffin is an object or thing, right, to move the plot along. That applies to literally everything. It's like, oh, Tony Stark's just a MacGuffin in the first Iron Man film because they need to have an Iron Man character. No, he acts. He acts. The MacGuffin is an object. Vision
1: in this film might as well just be the Infinity Stone in a box they have to protect. And it's hard to extract it from the box because whatever reason, he's a box. Because
0: he's a PERSON! He has thoughts and feelings!
1: They're all real boring, though.
0: I'm not Look, I'm, I'm not saying he's the best character. <laughs> okay, we're gonna- go- I'm not arguing that. But he's not a bad character either. Okay. He could be better, but they all could be better. He could be much better, but he's not bad. Will you settle with that and take back the MacGuffin?
1: No. He's bad okay we're gonna move on from vision we are moving on from vision okay the moment that got the biggest cheer from the theater that it was i was in was when the trains going by and the bad guys are like wait who is that and then it's captain america standing there looking badass with his beard everybody was like yeah and they started playing the avengers theme that was the that was fantastic that was a good 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 moment i mean
0: it was okay yeah
1: Are you just being contrary because I'm disagreeing with you about vision thing? No, I mean, nobody cheered in my showing for that. Oh, nobody did? That's because he's Captain America and the Aussies are like, screw that guy. <laughs> America sucks.
0: Believe it or not, Austra- Australians love Captain America, believe it or not.
1: Oh, why? Why do they love the embodiment of America?
0: Okay, two things. One, Captain America does not embody America. Two,
1: oh. I've
0: always wondered why, like, foreign markets resonate so well with the words Captain America.
1: Yeah. It's a great question. I don't know. I don't get it. Doesn't make any sense. But we do. People love him. Oh, ooh. He's a paladin. He's a paladin, but he's infinitely
0: more interesting than Vision is. I mean, he's only more interesting because he needs to be. I think, like, because they need to have Captain America the solo films. I think he's only he's only more fleshed out because he's had more screen time.
1: I think he's only full. Okay, that that is a lot of it. Is a lot of uh, screen time for sure being able to see him before he gets the serum helps yeah being able to see him uh fight the red skull helps seeing him get disillusioned by his role in the war in the original captain america helps and then that's the thing is he's interesting because he has a loyalty to the country to america and to ideals but if he feels like that loyalty isn't deserved he's willing to take a closer look at it and even go against it if necessary that's an interesting characteristic. He doesn't just blindly follow who he has loyalty to.
0: He doesn't blindly follow political interests. I get that. That's what Civil War, the movie Civil War is. But I'm going to agree with you, and you might be surprised. But another character flaw, like a trait of his, is he is kind of selfish. He wants the ability to be an independent person and, like, to go wherever and do anything that's required. If he wants to help out, like, if he hears something going south, he wants to be able to go and help.
1: He does. He doesn't feel that additional layers of bureaucracy will increase the effectiveness of what he does, and he's
0: right. Okay, yeah, bureaucracy, sure. But some regulation, like, people with power doesn't give them the right to go and use it. And that's him being selfish, saying I have the power and ability to do something. That's giving me the right to go into foreign countries who may or may not want his help. Because the Avengers go places and people die, and all... People say, maybe we don't want them being able to do that. And he goes, no, screw you. I can do what I want. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Right. He basically says, if you would rather prefer that this international war criminal gets access to biological weapons and uses them on the populace, screw you. We're going to stop him. And if a couple hundred civilians die instead of six million, then we're down. That's his philosophy. And honestly, I can see where he's coming from.
0: Don't get me wrong. I'm Team Stark all the way. But I'm like it does make Captain America a more interesting character. Okay, so he's more interesting.
1: So he shows up with newly blonde Black Widow and Falcon, and there's a. She's not newly blonde. Uh oh. She was blonde in Civil War. She was. You're right. I forgot. Yeah. In my memories, she's a redhead because she's better that way. She's much better as a redhead. Yeah. That just she's so washed out. Anyways, being misogynist here probably.
0: Before we get off Captain America, can I tell you my new favorite like Marvel moment? Yes. In all of the movies, it's when Groot and Captain America meet up and he goes, "I am Groot." And then <laughs> Captain America goes, "I am Steve Rogers." <laughs>
1: yes. Yes, that is such a great moment. Oh, this movie is so good. Has so many of those. Yep, so Captain America. And then I every single time Black Widow has to fight some like incomprehensibly powerful being with nothing but her own wits and a couple guns. I feel so bad for her. She does her best, but man, is she outgunned most of the time. Yeah.
0: she like She's the next Hawkeye, let's be real. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's like half step up from Hawkeye. I don't even think she's a half step up because she normally has like a taser. He at least has a bow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's good with projectile weapons, and she's a really good hand-to-hand fighter, whereas Hawkeye's like projectile
0: weapons, and if you get too close, he's in a lot of trouble. She's definitely better hand-to-hand, but he did hold his own when he was, like, uh, mind-controlled by Loki, and they fought on the helicarrier in the first Avengers. Like, he he's not a bad hand-to-hand fighter.
1: That's true. I forgot about that one. You're right. He's not useless, but hes she's a lot better than he is at that. Yeah. So anyway, it's a good fight. It's a really great fight. Um, They do a really sneaky thing where the bad guys make the good guys think that one of them died, right? In this fight.
0: Yeah. yeah that that was, was cool.
1: Great. So they could use him for a sneak
0: attack later. Yeah. So when Captain America shows up behind a train, uh, so cool. eventually yeah. they stab one of the dudes that were attacking Vision and Scarlet Witch. And they stab him yep. and they think he dies. And on their way out, they're like, We're, we're going to repay yeah. you for this. They think he's dead, and then they wait MacGuffin to be unguarded, and then they- Or virtually unguarded, but yeah. Virtually unguarded, just cheery. Why does- does he try- I can't remember exactly. Does he try to take Vision entirely, or just try to rip out his Mind Stone? He tries- I think he tries to get the stone, but Vision, like, wakes up. Uh, Well, Vision, I don't think, was asleep, because he was talking to Wanda. He's just in a, like, medical rig while- yeah she tampers with his neurons
1: yeah so basically bad guy who's supposed to be dead but is not dead attacks him with the intent of subduing him to the point where he can get the stone
0: yeah
1: and then go out the window right 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 but anyway so back to there blah 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 we talk about yes thanos is here we got to do some stuff and then that scene ends so the next one we get guardians of the galaxy who i always forgot were going to be in this movie just because again it's so yeah. jam-packed yeah but it's the Guardians, and they're doing Guardian y things. They get a distress call from Thor, and that whole scene is just so brilliantly written, and I love it so much. All of it. I love everything that Drax says.
0: <laughs> yes, I was going to say that. No. I have mastered the art of moving so slowly, I turn invisible. How long have you been standing there? An hour. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Drax, everything Drax says. To be fair, they didn't notice him before, like for the last hour. I think he might have been invisible. I think he's lying.
1: I think he just wandered over with a bag of chips.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the, the whole thing where Thor's on the table, and he's like, this, this is not a man. This is this is like, if an, what does he say? An angel and a, something had a baby.
0: No, 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 he said, this is not a dude. This is a man.
1: Yeah, you are a dude. This is a man. Like, they're just instantly making Star-Lord incredibly insecure, which he basically is already, but Thor's got big old muscles. Sure, Thor is ripped. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to ignore. Anyway, they have some great bonding time. Who's their common link again? Who do they know? nobody because they're like who are you and i don't know who are you and then there's like this person that they all know their common link i can't remember who it is guardians of the galaxy have never
0: interacted with any
1: of the other revengers oh it's driving me nuts so how come they just?
0: oh uh the collector he goes yeah, yeah we had an infinisher and we left it with a collector and they go what madman would leave the infinisher uh, with them
1: yeah 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 that's what it is so that's how they make the connection okay 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 Yeah, I was like, the collector, of course, Benicio Del Toro. Yes, that dude. So anyway, they come up with a plan. They're going to split up. Some of them are going to go after the stones. Some of them are going to go try to find Thanos and try to beat the snot out of him. This is a fantastic plan. (laughs) Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. It's not
0: a brilliant plan, but they're just so (laughs) lucky that Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and Iron Man are already heading that way as well. Yes, very handy. It's a small universe. Technically, they go to nowhere first to try and fight him there. Which is where Gamora gets captured by Thanos.
1: Yeah, that's a great scene too. And it really just illustrates the power of the reality stone. Yeah. I don't know how that's not all you need. Um,
0: I'm not gonna lie. If you can make a laser gun shoot bubbles. It has the ability to change perceived reality while you're there. Like, my theory is each of the individual stones only work within, like, if you can see it to a reasonable distance, like, not if you, like, look at a galaxy from a distance, it still works but if it's within your like local mm. surroundings you can affect each individually this is why like doctor strange can only manipulate small objects with time when he has the time stone but when you get them all together you can affect the universe yeah. on a whole level okay
1: i still think it's not perceived reality cuz star lord pulls that trigger man and bubbles come out it's no it wasn't it wasn't an illusion
0: uh so it changes it but only while you're there so i think once he leaves his guns go back to normal yes so it's temporary yeah
1: and I just think the the reality stone, if you can harness that thing, you show up on a planet, it affects your immediate self, nobody can do anything to you, and you proceed to do what you want. I I don't know. I just feel like some of these stones are a lot more powerful than others. I mean, I
0: think they're all relatively powerful. I, I mean, I think most of them don't even have defined mm-hmm. powers in the movie. Time stone and the reality stone, that's easy. Yes. The mind stone, Yeah, kind of. I mean, all, all MacGuffin does with it is like shoot a laser beam from it. Like, that's it.
1: I don't. Did he ever even try to use that
0: one? Yeah, uh, I mean, that might be its use: mind control, like the ability to like enter and inflict, you know, whatever on other people's mind.
1: It it was so much more useful when it was in Loki's scepter. It seemed like it had actual function in there. Yeah, you think it'd be handy, but boy, does uh, Thanos not have any interest in using that thing.
0: I think honestly, they didn't go with that because we've already seen that in Age of Ultron. Like that's what Scarlet Witch does.
1: That's true. At that point, he's pretty much done. And we saw it in the first Avengers, too. I mean, it dates back a while. All right. So anyway, it splits out here. The scene at nowhere is amazing. Gamora makes Star-Lord promise to kill her. If she gets captured, he subsequently can't really do it in time to really make a difference. Thanos says, I like you,
0: spares his life,
1: and bails.
0: I mean, let's face it. Thanos sparing anyone is plot armor. Like He doesn't need to spare anyone at any point for any reason.
1: He doesn't, but you know what it is? It's his idea of balance. No. What it is, he spares Star-Lord and he spares Wanda because they were both willing to sacrifice something they loved for the greater good.
0: He spares Wanda?
1: What? When? Yeah. At the end. When she's all set to tear that thing out of Vision's head and destroy the stone. And she does it, right? Right. She does it kills vision in the process and he rewinds time and fixes that but he doesn't kill her because she was willing to kill something to for the greater good which is his entire principle he's willing to sacrifice things for the greater good of the universe
0: i mean you're absolutely right he's recognizing talents that people of like people are willing to give up what they love and cherish and like survive
1: whereas nobody else is everybody else has the ability To let something they love sacrifice Gamora with, um, god dang, what's her name? Nebula. With Nebula, right? Uh, Doctor Strange with Tony. Like, there's a few instances where the good guys could have gotten a major victory scored against Thanos, but refused to sacrifice something for the greater good. But I just specifically think, and from what I, again, I read this theory and I like it a lot, is that he spared Wanda and Star-Lord specifically because they were willing to do it. And in Wanda's case, she did it. He recognize game recognizes game, I believe is what the kids say these days. It, it's just, he recognizes the principle that drives his own life alive in something else, and he respects it, and he's not going to wipe it out.
0: Now that you've told me this, it makes me like the character even more. I think he was pretty well done. Best,
1: best villain. Like, such a great villain. I guess we can go there real quick. So Thanos is amazing. There's that, and the other thing that really makes him great is that all of the greatest villains believe they are the heroes of their own story every single time.
0: Oh yeah, always.
1: Yeah, and he. I like your point that Thanos is more likable because he is. He believes he's he's the hero. Yeah, and he's just he's so measured. Like he doesn't really freak out. He doesn't have the standard bad guy destroy stuff and blow up something just because he's
0: mad. He's not Kylo Ren, right? feels like an aged bad guy someone who's been like i've been doing this for a while and i know what it takes to get things done i will say his Mm -hmm. like supporters the four dudes with names yep i'm sure they have names they do not have that quality no they feel like like okay magneto maybe he's like he's pretty confident in his powers that he's just like bats aside people and stuff right he feels like he's in control but the others are like, we're just going to run at you and attack and, you know, throw armies at your barrier until they die. Like, they're the kind of guys who are just, I'm just going to come at you until I get the job done. They're not measured about it. They're not tactical. They're not in control, but they're just trying to dominate.
1: Yes. Yes. And the scene that keeps coming to my mind here is the one on Titan where it's, I mean, it's several heroes. It's Iron Man and Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and Antenna Girl and Drax. And they're all trying to take down Thanos. And he's and solid. hes pretty, and did I not say Star-Lord? Sorry, Star-Lord, my bad. In fairness, he didn't do much. Uh, <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did, he did, I know. He did something. He didn't help. Or did he? Any? We'll get to that in a second. But it's just Thanos is under control. He's not raging out. He's not screaming. He's not making threats. He's just like, all right, let's do this thing. It's almost like martial arts. He's just centered and fighting in a way that feels entirely under control at all Mm. times.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: All right, so we get to the pivotal moment in the film where Thanos has the upper hand. He's basically beat the snot out of Iron Man. Iron Man has pulled out thirty different tricks out of the bag of tricks, man. (laughs) I don't know where he came up with all this stuff, but he has been preparing this for this for a while. So it's at the point where Thanos is like, I'm gonna kill this guy unless you give me the stone. And Doctor Strange, who has at this point has seen all of the potential futures and outcomes from their current point in time, says Mm -hmm. there's one outcome that is good. And he gives up the stone despite the fact that he very clearly earlier in the film said, if it comes down to you or the boy... Versus the stone, I'm sacrificing you both, and I'm not losing sleep over it. Right. So what changes his mind? It's gotta be he saw, in the potential futures, the only one that works is the one where Thanos is allowed to get the stone.
0: Yeah, that's gotta be it. Like, I... I Okay. Either that or he just had a change of heart, and, like, maybe he, like, bonded with Tony, and, they like, there is a kid there, and he was, like, trying to put on a brave face, I guess, maybe? It's strange when he went to the Dark Dimension and fought Dormammu, for who knows how long. Maybe he lost his like, I need a brave face and actually is just like completely confident in the face of death now. So I don't know. I I have a feeling it's the one where they win is the one where they give him the stone and spare Tony.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Because when Star-Lord's freaking out and really messing up their attempt to get the gauntlet off of Thanos, everybody's trying to stop him. Doctor Strange is absent. He's not saying anything. He's not trying to help calm down Star-Lord. He's just observing. And I, 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 the only thing I can think of is that he knows it needs to happen
0: Was he, like, hit and knocked back and, like, kind of dazed or anything? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, why he wouldn't uh, be helping For any particular reason other than, well, this is what needs to happen
1: Yeah, I think he did the the multiple mirror images thing And then Thanos went, wah, and found which one it was And smacked him around a little bit
0: Maybe that dazed him or something Yeah I really loved, uh the sling ring portals and Spider-Man jumping through like magic with a kick.
1: Yeah, that was so fun. That's one of the, the best part of these team up movies is watching heroes combine their powers into really fun in new ways.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's all, yep. it's like all my favorite bits.
1: And, oh man. And the part when Thanos basically tries to smash Iron Man with a moon. So great. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, so awesome. But the, Part that really got me to kind of, I don't know, kind of got me in the feels is after Drax and Antenna Girl have been knocked unconscious and Spider-Man is desperately trying to keep them both alive and escape the impending destruction at the same time and just throwing webs and flipping people over and flying through uh, wreckage and just like, come on, come on, come on, come on, like at the very extent of his powers and what he can do here just to save these two lives. Like that is Spider-Man. That is the heart of Spider-Man. And I really liked it.
0: I got you. I got you too. I don't remember anyone's names. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, baby Spider-Man, you're so precious. Whoever did like the casting like, should get a raise for all these movies. Yeah, everybody.
1: Everybody's cast so well, especially mm, the Tom yeah. Holland. It's though. strange
0: to think that guy's like 22, playing a 16-year-old, and pulls it off.
1: Pulls it off, 100%. Ah, yeah, but whoever, yep. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any casting that's bad, and I think you're right even the Drax thing which everything he said was fantastic. He's just he's Dave Bautista. He's a professional wrestler and somehow this works yeah. way more than anybody anticipated it would. I mean, he's a little bit little bit raw in the first Guardians, but he really hits his stride in the second one and here he's just nails. Hmm. Hits every line. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. He fantastic. expresses rage. Like the scene back on Nowhere where he wants to take out uh Thanos. And Star-Lord, like, gets in his way, and he just keeps pushing. That is just good. It's good tracks. Uh Part 2 of the Guardians of the Galaxy arc here. Rocket and Groot accompany Thor to I could never I can't ever say that. Maybe you can.
0: Where is it? I don't, I don't see uh, it.
1: Uh, fourth paragraph of the plot.
0: It's just cool. He surmises Thanos has c C-3, Allison, which is with the process for the rocket accompany Thor to N'Dealir.
1: Sure, that's it. So this is a MacGuffin, all right? This is literally a MacGuffin. We got to go to the place and get the thing so we can take down the big bad.
0: I I will agree with you, yeah. Not that I think any of it is bad in this film. No. I think it's fun and perfectly fine and really gives us a fun demonstration of Thor's powers. Yeah. I really feel like MacGuffins are only
1: bad if the entire plot hinges around this one thing. If you spend the whole time Mm. trying to get the briefcase and nothing else ever happens, I think that's a bad MacGuffin. But this is one part of a larger whole, and I think it's okay that way. He
0: does uh, originally describe it as a Thanos-killing weapon. Like, oh, we're going to go get a Thanos-killing weapon. Like, it's no big deal that this thing just exists as a thing. But it's no, he's like, I need a new weapon. I'm currently fighting hand-to-hand, Asgard got blown up. I'm going to go to this place where they make super beast weapons.
1: Yeah, it's different from being framed as a Thanos-killing weapon. Like, he has utter confidence that he can get something there that will take down Thanos, and he's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so then we meet uh, Etrii. Who is a giant dwarf who's played by a real dwarf by Peter Dinklage? I didn't know he was in this movie. I didn't know he was cast. That was a total surprise. And it was such a great, great, great decision. Um, I liked it a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I really liked him too. Um, I mean, Peter Dinklage is a good actor and he's fun. And it was really interesting seeing him being a giant mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of, you know, a dwarf.
1: Yeah, that was it. It just, it was in um, expectation subversion. Mm. It's like, who would they cast for a giant? You don't think Peter Dinklage. And it worked. So anyway, they do the thing where they have to get the forge started, yada, yada, yada. Um, Yes, this is an example of Thor exhibiting his powers. He's able to take the full force of a star for a good long moment there and survive. I think they say like two minutes? Yeah. And then Groot chops off his own arm to create a handle for the axe, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, that was really cool.
1: My wife was super worried that... uh, Groot would sacrifice his entire self to be the handle. (laughs) And I was like, no, not Groot. Not again. But he didn't. All right. So he has awesome axe.
0: So the one problem I have with that scene is uh, Peter Dinklage, while he's talking about like the designs of the axe, he says a line that's like, it should even like be able to control Bifrost, right? Like he puts it out there as like a theory that it might be able to do this thing. And we've already seen uh-huh. Heimdall be able to do that with his sword. Yes. So it should be known if it can control the Bifrost.
1: Well, maybe the weapons are unique. Maybe they have unique powers. And maybe nobody's ever made this axe before. So they can assume, but... Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, so they get the axe. Hooray. Meanwhile, Thanos has kidnapped Gamora. Uh, she reveals the location of the Soul Stone in order to save her captive adoptive sister, Nebula. This is one of the several times that a hero gives up information or gives up a stone in order to stop the torture or save the life of somebody they care about. It's a recurring theme.
0: They get to Volmir and they meet someone who hasn't been in the MCU for eight years.
1: I feel like it's been longer than that but you're probably right. Captain America, the first Avenger 2011 so seven years ago.
0: who was close Your Google food your Google food is better than mine.
1: So it's been a long time, and he's honestly a fairly forgettable villain. Like, I remember he exists, but other than just abject evil Nazi guy, whatever. So he's death, which is kind of fun. And then he says, in order to get the soul stone, you must sacrifice something that you love. At this, Gamora is so happy, and so I told you so, and immediately I was like, Gamora, No, you don't know what's happening here. Stop. 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 She's just so convinced that he doesn't truly love anything. She doesn't see that he loves her as much as he loves anything in his own way. And it's true. She doesn't believe it. She doesn't get it. She doesn't understand it. Why are
0: you crying? Those tears. And it's so
1: heartbreaking when she figures out what's going on. Oh. Oh,
0: Oh, God, no. Oh.
1: Gamora. And then he just, again, with
0: Thanos efficiency, grabs it by the wrist, flings her over the edge, done. (sighs) So I had some conversations with people where they think this, like, Thanos is still stuck in, like, a trial of the Soul Stone, because he doesn't, like, just get the Soul Stone. He wakes up on, like, the flats they started on, because they kind of went up like a mountain or whatever, and he just, like, wakes up and he has it. So there's some, like, thoughts that yep. maybe everything after that is actually an illusion. Like, the Soulstone's still yep. kind of like, what would you really do with this if you had it? Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. I really hate that
0: theory. It makes sense, though. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I really hope it's not like a, what is it, a life on Mars where I wake up, but like the last oh, two seasons gosh. were a dream.
1: The whole thing's a dream. Not to the last two seasons. The entire show is a dream in hyperspace. Hypersleep or whatever. Yeah, we've talked about this. Dallas does a whole season that's a dream. And it's just, don't waste our time. Don't show us stuff that's not real. And then later go, haha, it wasn't real. You can have fantasy that you're showing us that's not real. But you better tell us what's up within the next three minutes or we're going to be mad. Yeah. Anyway, so Thanos, again, has been shown because of the core of his belief. And the belief that he is doing what is good is able to sacrifice Gamora and moves on.
0: Such a good movie
1: so good again just another great scene this whole movie man Ugh. all right uh what's next we have wakanda wakanda's next do we miss anything before then
0: yeah people meet up in wakanda steve meets up with bucky for the
1: first time in forever yeah
0: and for a while yep, yep. which is cool because they have like a little bromance moment i i love mm-hmm. that war machine tells banner that he has to bow to the king so they walk out of the ship and he's like, like What yeah. you doing?
1: <laughs> T'Challa's like, We don't we don't do that here. War Machine just chuckles. <laughs>
0: Such a good moment.
1: Yeah, just little tiny, 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 great moments. So they bring vision to Shuri, who, clearly and quickly established to be smarter than both Tony Stark and Bruce Banner.
0: It's like, look, guys, I get it. I, I didn't like that. Because she, she no. like questions them, it's like, oh, why didn't you build his synapses like this or some nonsense like some techno babble? Yep. And they go, oh, because we didn't think about it. But they didn't build his freaking body. Nope, Ultron did. Yep. Is <sighs> dumb. Is dumb. And she's like, oh, I could totally build an artificial robot, living human with like the capacity for everything like this. I just don't because I'm all that. Yeah. <sighs> it's
1: like I, sh- I'm okay with her being genius level and super smart, but she's like 15.
0: Like, I'm I'm perfectly happy for her to be super smart on all things vibranium, right? Because that's kind of Wakanda's thing.
1: Yeah, but all-encompassingly genius in every aspect of anything in the realms of human knowledge is just like, we're crossing a line here. Yeah. Anyway, so she has a plan. She's going to try to extract the stone from Vision without murdering him, which is something they're going to try to avoid if they can, but if not, then... They understand, and it was time. Now it's time
0: for a Mook battle. As soon as those ships came down, I was like, "All right, it's Mook battle time." <laughs> <laughs> this is where they have like the giant imposing numbers yeah. that they always seem to have. Like in the first Avengers, it was the Shitari, uh-huh. which is also in a Thanos army, right? Yep. Because it was gifted to Loki, and then it was Ultron's like replicants or whatever you want to call them.
1: Yep, his robots. Yep, we need these. We need these in our Avengers movies because we need them to take out large numbers of stuff, but it can't be humans because we feel bad about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the mooks come in and they essentially, they try to get victory through attrition. They are sacrificing huge numbers of their own Mm -hmm. selves because they know they have overwhelming numbers here.
0: Yeah. So they literally push on a barrier, a physical force field, to the point where they can push it apart Briefly enough to like stick arms, legs, limbs, like their bodies through and then have it close on them and cut them in half.
1: And they're down with it.
0: I mean, I think it's anything like, did you see how many of them came out of like each of those caves? I think being chopped in half is maybe preferable to being stuck in a cage with a bunch of them where there's no (laughs) room to breathe. I think they're cool with it. Maybe so.
1: I don't know that they have the brain functions high enough to determine which is a better existence.
0: I mean, I think I was stuck in there and now I'm not. I think that's what they're going to go with. Yeah. It's basically yeah. free-range chickens versus yeah, cage
1: chickens. So this is where War Machine really shines. This is what he was built for, was the mass destruction of huge numbers of opposing forces. And boy, does he have a good time. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, War Machine has a great time. Falcon has a pretty good time, too. Uh, Captain America is just completely out of his element here. Yeah,
0: like fighting in ranks? I don't think he's ever like done that. <laughs>
1: He, doesn't, he had a gun last time he fought in ranks.
0: It's exactly, and he was kind of like special ops. Uh, file formations and stuff weren't really a thing in World War II.
1: Yeah, 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 they have gone away from that. And when they said get this man a shield, I was like, ooh, he's going to get a new shield. Not two narrow strips of metal strapped to his arms. That's not what I was expecting.
0: Yeah, I was kind of expecting those to like, do something, and they do kind of like pop out a little, but they're not... Like, give him another round one Give him two round ones Give him, like, six of them,
1: why not? I thought they'd expand I thought he could be like, press a button, shwing, full shield No, that never happened
0: Or they'd give him, like, some of the force field shields Yeah Like, that would be awesome to see him, like, just pop up like a force field thing And then, like, pop it down and punch people and stuff But no, but no No,
1: no no. So him and... I did love that they gave uh, Banner the Hulkbuster suit Mm, That was great Even though every CGI shot of him with the helmet open was garbage, how did they screw that up so bad?
0: I don't know. I think it's just like a proportional thing where it's like his head is supposed to be this big. And they just kind of like botched up the scaling on how big his head should be in the body.
1: Yeah, it's for all the attention to detail they had and the visuals throughout the rest of the film, it really weirds me out they screwed that up.
0: I do like that he doesn't like quite know how to walk in it.
1: Yeah, he trips. <laughs> so who else is there? Poor Black Widow's doing her best. Uh, Bucky and Rocket really get uh, really bond.
0: Rocket continues his tradition of trying to take people's prosthetics.
1: He really does like getting people's prosthetics. He really wants that arm.
0: He does, and I mean, it's a sweet arm. Would you not want that arm?
1: I mean, I don't know what Rocket's gonna do with it. I mean,
0: Rocket just hangs out until he finds someone else who needs it. Apparently, that's what he did with that guy's eye. I guess. we didn't mention that thor got his eye back sort
1: of i thought that would come back i thought that would have like some x-ray capabilities or some kind of weird power but apparently it was just to make it so he doesn't uh, chris or hemsworth doesn't have to wear an eye patch anymore i guess yeah that's all it was who else is there um black panther doing awesome stuff uh i think that's about it is all the heroes that are present
0: i think so yeah oh yeah
1: then wanda's up in the emergency emergency surgery room
0: Right, because if Thanos gets there and they can't remove the stone safely, she's going to blow it out of his head.
1: Yes, and she has the best bet of defending him because she's ridiculously overpowered and her powers are ill-defined.
0: It's not that she has the best chance of defending him. Like, if they wanted to, they could stick...
1: Hmm. It's that she's the only person who can destroy this. Yeah, so she
0: needs to be there. And it also plays off like the whole they have a relationship thing and this is going to be hard for them both. Yeah. It's the double whammy of, well, we might need to try- sacrifice one of our own. Oh, and your lover has to do it. <laughs>
1: twist that knife but there is the point that she actually shows up to help out because they're getting overrun and just absolutely annihilates about three billion things by herself the wakandans are like seriously where's she been the whole time (laughs)
0: like why was she up there like we
1: need her yeah yeah they did she needed to be at two places at once Yes. if only they had those portals where was dr strange on titan so far away i think the portals can take him from titan to earth uh yeah
0: because like you can hmm. th- when in doctor strange they define them as like just picture a place and like if they can move dimensionally yeah. why can't they just move over great distances i don't see a problem with that
1: all right so anyways uh so there's the, they're fighting yada 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 they draw wanda out onto the field of battle and then guy who they thought was dead is mm-hmm. able to get into emergency surgery room deals with shuri pretty quickly deals with the honor guard pretty quickly
0: and then fights vision and smashes out a window and at this point they basically be like, hey, Vision needs help. Who can get to him? And everyone turns up kind of one at a time. Mm-hmm. Very nice of them to give uh, the bad guys a chance to deal with them one at a time. Yes. So
1: we get to the point where Bruce Banner inside the Hulk Buster is almost smashed into a million pieces,
0: but not quite. So Hulk doesn't have to come out. We get Captain America fighting. He gets his butt kicked telling like Vision to just like kind of make a break for it and run off. And he... Returns the favor by stabbing the dude through the chest, being like, we don't trade lives, remember? (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha ha
1: Yes. Yes. Jokes, jokes.
0: Done having dealt with, uh, you know, Spidey and the Guardians and Iron Man and Strange. Thanos shows up. And Nebula showed up in that fight. I forgot she was there. Oh, yeah, she does. She, like, crashes her ship into him after she breaks out
1: from her. That was so awesome. I can't believe I forgot about that. She's just like, all right, opening salvo, crash ship into Thanos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, she doesn't have a lot to do No,
0: she really kind of doesn't
1: She serves as the purpose and the way for Thanos to get the Soul Stone
0: And now, so Thanos yeah. turns up on Earth And basically everyone then, once again, attacks him one at a time And mm-hmm. uh, he can easily dispatch of all of them Like, by fusing the Hulkbuster armor with a rock Which I thought was really fun By making it face through it for a little bit That was fun Which, actually, when you think about how that would kind of work, wouldn't That have killed Banner? Because it would have, like... That's what I was worried about. It would have, like, fused him with stone. Yeah. All up in his guts and stuff. And brain. which Which kind of need. He doesn't...
1: Yes. So, I I don't know. But, no. The answer is no.
0: He He does bust out of that later. As Thanos is slowly killing off everyone one at a time. As they attempt to buy time for Scarlet Witch to destroy Vision's brain. And she does. She blows that Mind Stone for bits. And then, possibly one of the coolest things that I didn't expect, which was that uh vision rolling over and turning completely gray like his body lost all its possible color yeah
1: i didn't see that either i yeah. mean I didn't see it coming either yeah yeah
0: oh yeah. that was like a really nice touch being like oh he is a hollow shell without that thing
1: yep yeah that i am um, yeah that was disturbing at, although at the same time I knew the guy has the time stone. We've seen the time stone used to reverse time a lot Mm. in the Doctor Strange film. There's no way this will stand. Thanos is going to get what he wants
0: here. We saw it was coming, but they kind of didn't, which is unfortunate.
1: It is quite unfortunate. So he reverses time, brings Vision back, only to cruelly rip the mind mind stone out of his head and kill him again, which is
0: great. And then Thor, the last guy to single file, he take his time to fight him, does like a... Kind of like a Dragon Ball Z, push the wave back and forth between two people in a fight. (laughs) It's a classic move. Mm -hmm. Impaling him in the chest. He sure does.
1: We did forget to mention that Thor showed up at the front lines of the battle at Wakanda and just laid waste to everything.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah, that's how um Rocket got there. We didn't mention that, but that's how Rocket also got there.
1: Well, right. That's why Rocket was there in the first place, because he came with Thor.
0: Yeah. We were
1: like Rocket's there, but Thor's not there somehow. There's a lot to keep track of in this film. Leave us alone, people.
0: So we probably like missed the whole thing. Probably did.
1: That's okay. I think we're doing fine. But yeah, Thor like lightning scorched earthing all of the things was fantastic. It was very good. When the women are facing off. Yeah, when Black Widow and Wanda and—is there one more good person? There was one more good person.
0: I mean, Crap. I know the character. I just don't know. No.
1: Oh, good. I can't. Describe She's the her second,
0: real quick. In, like, in command of the uh, Wakandan forces. Oh yeah, her. Okay,
1: I don't know her name either. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, they're fighting. F- female child of thanos which and they're pretty outmatched right because we've yes. established black widow has no real powers um okoyo has no real powers either they're just both like at peak physical ability of for a human but they don't have a shot here so they're doing their very best uh scarlet witch is effectively knocked out but she comes back at the last second to <laughs> toss uh daughter of thanos into a gristmill apparently into a wood chipper yeah brutal And it's awesome. That's all I wanted to say. It was fantastic. All right, so back. Thanos has had his chest caved in.
0: Yeah, Thanos appears to be dead. Or at least dying. His head rolls forward. He looks pretty messed up. And then he has time to get one more quip in. He sure does. Should have gone for the head. And then Thor goes, what did you do? And shakes him a little bit. To which he like kind of falls off his axe. And then Thanos opens up a portal and escapes. And you forgot to mention the gauntlet looks pretty busted up after that snap. Oh yeah, the, 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 snap, the snap wrecked the gauntlet. Like It could not handle the power, apparently.
1: No, even though it's like the one way to do this, it's not really built for it. I don't know how this works. They don't really explain it.
0: Uh, okay, so Peter Dinklage built the gauntlet for it to theoretically be able to hold the power of all of the Infinity Stones. Yeah. But no, since no one had done that, like I guess it was all just experimental tech to see if it could. But. Good thing it worked out. Uh, Yeah, sort of On
1: comes what I think is intended to be the emotional core of the film That did nothing for me
0: Nothing, like absolutely nothing
1: Nothing, because everybody who's turning to dust Everybody Bucky and Black Panther And random folks I can't even think of right now They end up turning to dust And all I can think of during this whole thing is They'll be back Every single one of these people will be back That's it You know it I know it, everybody watching knew it Every one of those people will be brought back you No don't, discussion, no you don't question know,
0: You don't know that though
1: I do Okay, how? Where's your proof? Because, I don't, how do I even have to explain this? There's no way they oft They oft half of the protagonists in this film And they're never bringing them back
0: There's no way I Look, I'm not arguing that some of them won't come back But there's no reason that they all will
1: they will, because if they can bring back one person from the dust, they can bring back everybody who has dusted.
0: It's a flaw. You don't know that. I do. Like you can't, you can't prove it. It's the same with Loki's death. You cannot prove that he's still alive. You can't prove this. You're making an <laughs> assumption. Like last week, you did nothing but complain that movies don't kill their heroes, and they killed, you know, nine of them or something like in this, and you're like, nope, it doesn't count. They didn't.
1: It doesn't count because they're all coming back. Look, I can't prove it. You're right. I can't prove it until they either come back or don't, until they figure out what to do here basically you're conceding that yes, some will come back yeah. An undefined number will be brought back because there's no way Marvel is killing off this many of their heroes in a single snap. But I'm saying either. Uh, I just, I do not see a way in which they're like, okay, we can bring back uh, black Panther and uh, can bring back uh, vision. And we can bring back Spider-Man, but everyone else is dead forever. Thanks for watching. No, there's no way they do that. Everybody's coming back.
0: Thanos disintegrated 12 people. Of, like, well, half the universe, 12 of them being heroes. All right? Yep. You, you see them all coming back.
1: I do. Every single one. The,
0: the two that I definitely see coming back Strange and Peter Parker.
1: Uh huh. 100%. There's,
0: like, there's no way. But on. Uh, okay, and Starboard <laughs> and Groot and Drax.
1: However, director James Gunn has confirmed that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will happen. So we already know that some of these
0: people are coming back, but it doesn't mean all of them will.
1: Okay. We'll make a bet.
0: Okay. How much do you want to bet?
1: Um, I will bet you... Man, I don't know. What can we bet? We'll come up with something.
0: No, you got to come up with something now. You don't offer a bet and be like, I will hash it out later now.
1: Okay, fine. Uh, 10 bucks. 10 US dollars. Per <laughs> character. <laughs> okay. Wow. Hang on. That's This is bad for you. So $10 per character that comes back for me, but $10 per character who stayed dead for you. The odds are not in your favor.
0: That's a good point. Like, I guess... They odds are not my favorite, but when they actually should be. Okay, I'm not taking that bet. Mm, We'll just say 10 bucks for the lot.
1: Okay, sounds good. So if nobody comes back, you win.
0: No, 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 not not nobody. (laughs) If... (laughs) (laughs) My, My bet is some of them will come back. So if... One or less people come back, I win. If they all come back, you win. So if one person does not come back, I win. Okay. If like 99% uh, do come back and one person doesn't, I still win. Okay.
1: So we're just talking about dusting here. We're not talking about Gamora.
0: No, we're talking about all of them.
1: No, I'm only talking about dust.
0: Only dust? Yeah. Okay, fine. Only dust.
1: Okay. Because I feel like Gamora is probably dead, although maybe not. Uh, Heimdall and Loki, we've discussed them already.
0: I mean, you don't you don't think Loki's don't. dead, so that's let's not. But we've already bet yeah. on that. They've got a five year time limit on that. God.
1: Yeah. So and then Vision's technically dead, but didn't get dusted. Yes. Okay.
0: So here, here's my thing: if they bring people back with like the time stone, right? Can you only rewind time up to the point at which you got the time stone?
1: Yeah, it's really not explained.
0: Because I was thinking about like the way it works. Could you rewind time like infinitely? To a single point, like like Doctor Strange with the apple. How far back in time for that apple could he turn it back? Could he make it like reappear on the tree?
1: Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They don't explain it. I hate time travel because of this. They can't explain it because it's garbage and it creates paradoxes and grumble grumble. I'm grumbly. So I don't I don't think it's time stone. I don't know. They'll figure it out. So I'm saying.
0: So guaranteed to come back alive is like Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Strange, and the Guardians.
1: Everyone in the Guardians, even Antenna Girl? Whose name we don't know?
0: Mantis. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. I think they could do without her. I think she should have just stayed behind on Ego.
1: We did forget to mention that she had a pretty big part in the battle on Titan, though.
0: She did. She was able it to put sh- Thanos to sleep.
1: Yeah, it sure seemed like she was sedating him. And without her, I don't think the plan gets nearly as close to completion as it does.
0: Well, with her, it also fails, right? Like, she yeah. po- she both like, gets it nearly there and causes them to fail, because... She reads his emotions and Mm -hmm. he's like mourning over the loss of Gamora and then Nebula puts two and two together with like, he's here, she's not, she's dead. And that pisses Star-Lord off who punches him in the face, ruining everything because he can't control his emotions.
1: I know, but I don't think they get even that close to getting the gauntlet off unless he's basically sedated. Oh yeah. That's just my opinion. You're right. She needs to keep her mouth shut. She needs to read the mourning and just be like, hmm, I'm going to keep this to myself. This is not relevant right now, but she can't do that.
0: I need to lie, say he's like anticipating like getting one more time stir.
1: Yeah. Or just, I don't know, say nothing. Just act like you're focusing because you should be focusing, lady. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, everybody gets dusted uh, Thanos ends up on some random planet watching the sunset He seems to be at peace with himself He's accomplished
0: his goal Talking to daughter Gamora Oh, yeah Giving... Okay, so I remember roughly like reading the synopsis of the comic books But apparently the time stone does kind of get... Not time stone, the soul stone Gets like inhabited Soulstone. by the souls yeah. of some people So it's entirely possible that after this He is now going to be driven mad by souls of all the people he killed
1: Ooh That's interesting.
0: Hopefully not to the point where he just clicks his fingers and undoes it. That'd be bad. Let's not do that, guys. Speaking of people who got dusted, Maria Hill and Nick Fury.
1: Yeah. End of credits dealio.
0: Where apparently they don't know
1: what's going on? Do they seem like they're in the know? They seem like they're going somewhere. Like, to
0: do something. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know how they'd fail to be aware of the spaceships that have landed in New York over the last little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So they know. And then the rapture happens, basically. Mm -hmm. People are taken and dusted while in their cars and while in helicopters and stuff's going bad. And Nick Fury almost says a bad word while he's scrambling for his pager. Yep, so very clever. Yeah, the most technologically advanced pager I've ever seen. Mm-hmm, still a pager. Yep, it's a pager, but it can display the Captain Marvel insignia. Da-da-da-da, which is fun. I'm excited that Captain Marvel is going to show up on the big screen. She's, a, I like her as a hero. Have
0: you seen who they cast to play it?
1: Yeah, is it Brie? Brie
0: Larson, I believe her name is. Yep, it is. Have I seen her in anything?
1: I don't know. Her IMDb is pretty extensive. I'd be shocked if you haven't seen her in anything she's done.
0: I saw her in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which I kind of like.
1: There you go. That's a great movie. I love that movie.
0: I saw her in 21 Jump Street, which I mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm. like. Uh, I liked her in Gan- The Gambler. Which I like.
1: Okay, there you go. You're familiar with her. So the thing about Captain Marvel is she has a couple origin stories. And so I'm wondering what they're going to do. Whether it's going to be they're going to choose one or kind of come up with their own uh, version of it.
0: I mean, it'll probably be a mix of all of them, I think. There'll be some yeah. like, modernization going on.
1: <laughs> right. Just modernizing it a little bit.
0: How, however she comes about should be good. I also heard rumors that her movie might be set in um, 1990. Yeah, I can see that. Like, and that she's going to be an established hero already by the time Stark comes around. Like, and he's kind of like the first movie.
1: Uh huh. Because she, I mean, she starts in the 60s. Like, her timeline when she gets her powers the first time around, the first version, it's the 1960s.
0: It'll be interesting to be like, where has she been for the last Avengers movies and stuff like that? Like, what was she doing?
1: Yeah, seriously. That's a great question.
0: But that is if they said it, like, you know, back before they might not who knows i mean she might know she might have a script
1: (laughs) at this point maybe she's fun though i like her because she's sarcastic and like she doesn't have the captain america like i'm gonna be a symbol of humanity thing going she's like i don't know i can save people i guess but whatever that's what i like about her Also, in some versions, she's got like a brain tumor that's actively killing her. That kind of gives her a little bit of a darker undertone. Oh, okay. So I wonder if they'll do that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's the film, I think. We probably missed a couple things, but again, it's humongous. Oh, I did want to say, so I'm watching the credits because obviously we're sticking through for the end of the credits scene. And it says, um, permission granted to use Arrested Development character by Fox Studios Incorporated. And I was like, What? how on earth is there an Arrested Development character in this film? And the answer was that Tobias Funke in his Blue Man stage is in the scene with the Collector in the wreckage of nowhere. He's like in a case.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I know him. He's the, like, I've seen a little bit of the first season of Arrested Development.
1: Oh my gosh, it's the greatest show.
0: He's the guy who wants to be an actor?
1: Yep. He's the world's first analropist. I don't
0: know what that means.
1: I'm going to send you a picture. He's the world's first analyst... Analyst... Analyst analysis? um, Therapist. And, uh... If I haven't told you to watch Oliver of Arrested Development before, you really need to watch Oliver of Arrested Development. It is genius.
0: You have. He is an anal rapist. No,
1: anal rapist. It's beautiful. That's His entire character is basically saying and doing stuff like that that is incredibly offensive or like sexually explicit, and he doesn't understand what he's doing. Mm. And so Michael Booth tells him to basically carry around a tape recorder and record himself talking all day and then review it. And so he does it, and it shows him at the end of the show listening to himself say this stuff, and he goes... <laughs> (laughs) Well, that's taken entirely out of context. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway the reason this is a thing and there's a small um arrested element easter egg in civil war too when they're fighting at the airport the bluth family airport stair car is seen in the background okay which is the only vehicle they have after the government basically repossesses all of their assets because they were um, committing some light treason anyway wonderful so the reason they can do all this stuff um is because the two are they the directors i don't want to say this wrong real quick yeah directors joe and anthony russo directed both Civil War and um, Infinity War. Right. Um, and it's because they have... I don't know if they were writers for Arrested Development. I really should get my facts straight before I start talking about stuff. You should. So,
0: that would be nice.
1: <laughs> you really should. Arrested Development. It says their work on Arrested Development. Directors. Okay, so they're directors for Arrested Development, too. Right. Years ago at this point, 10, 12 years ago.
0: So there is a character who's... I've shown up in the... Um, Deadpool 2 trailer who looks like he's someone from something but I mean I don't think he is in the movie but he looks like he's supposed to be a character from a show but obviously I'm not gonna be able to get you to watch the um Deadpool trailer
1: you know what happened Wade
0: Ah, uh, so you've seen it
1: and I watched it and it was not as spoilery as I feared it would be
0: you didn't stick your head between your legs and hummed nope not this time you were holding a big bucket of popcorn and you couldn't quite get your head down there could you
1: yeah, I tried to get it down there, but the popcorn got in the way, and I was like, well, I guess I gotta watch the thing then. It's a great trailer. I just... The Ryan Reynolds full embodiment of Deadpool just is one of the things in life that makes me so happy. It just fulfills me.
0: It is fantastic. When I was thinking uh, a guy who looks like he should be someone, it's the guy who turns up at the job interview with no powers and gets... <laughs> and he hires him, and then he's like parachuting? <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe that guy was something. No. Because he looks like he was supposed to be a character. From, I think like, he's I just said, a dude. Like, yeah, it does appear. Like, I'm Googling and trying to find out who this actor is. And he's like, no, he's just some that's, comedian guy. That's
1: the point is he's just a dude. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so excited for Deadpool. We're gonna have to talk about that when it comes out for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so excited. Alright, so anyway, Infinity War. I do have my, my qualms. I do. I didn't like the dusting. I didn't like that the way that they neutered Thor and Hulk at the beginning of the film. But otherwise, the number of plates that are spinning for this film and the way they were able to keep them spinning, keep it moving, incorporate so many characters so well, have so many memorable moments, hilarious moments, heartfelt moments, and not screw it up at all is just, it's a heroic effort. I don't know how they did it. I really don't. These people might be wizards.
0: They might be wizards. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Brilliant. And obviously they have a ton of experience if you look at their IMDB page or Wikipedia page. They've been doing this for a long time.
0: Did you, like, uh, I went through the entire movie Miss. Uh, placing who the actor Thanos was.
1: Oh yeah, Josh Brolin. Uh huh.
0: I I totally thought it was someone else. Oh, who do you think it was? Yeah. Have you seen Sons of Anarchy? No. Right. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> it's the guy that Thanos is morphing into over the years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you know the guy I'm thinking about. No, I thought it was no
1: pawn. Pawn stars. No, what pawn stars?
0: Yeah 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 yeah.
1: That's the guy. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about the the bigger. Um, Ron Perlman, I think his name is Yeah, I dude Oh, you think it was Ron Perlman
0: I went through like half the movie thinking it was like Ron Perlman Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I know who Ron Perlman is That would have actually been pretty good
0: Yeah So the other one the internet thinks Oh, the, this guy
1: The other guy the internet thinks he is Is um, Pawn Stars, dude
0: Okay You can kind of see that But yeah. I don't think he'd be a good actor
1: Nope I don't think so. Yeah, Ron Perlman would have been great, but Josh Perlman nailed it. Oh, yeah. Out of the park, man. Yeah, definitely. Again, very, very, very experienced actor. Been around for a long time. Nailed it. And again, I think the directing is good. I've said, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I really think for a movie to succeed, if you have to choose between having star actors and a terrible director and bad writing versus a good director and good writing versus bad actors, you go with the director and writing every time. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, there was good casting, but I really have to give the lion's share of the credit to the directors for being able to make this thing work
0: directors writers writers prop designers uh, stage designers yep and visual editors. effects
1: people yep editors yes the editors earned their money for this film i don't i mean i'm sure hours and hours of footage got left on the floor the floor there
0: busted records for uh released box office results
1: opening weekend stuff
0: yep yeah 640.5 million dollars worldwide
1: yeah and its budget was around 400 million and you're like that sounds like a lot but oh yeah in three days they surpassed that by 240 million (laughs)
0: dollars guess what 40 million dollars is still a big amount for a movie
1: yes that's a crazy success mm. for every film that's ever been made yeah and they're gonna break the billion dollar mark because this is gonna do exceptionally well in international markets because it's action-based and those always do
0: it'll do very well in the long run i think
1: yep china's gonna chuck a few hundred million <laughs> at it probably um, south america to europe it's gonna be crazy
0: australia will do its bit
1: australia will do its bit new zealand will toss a couple bucks into the coffers New Zealand, such a new country. I didn't realize how new they were. Even new, newer than Australia.
0: Do you know where the old Zealand is? No, I never even thought about that. It's in Holland. Oh. A territory of the kingdom of the Netherlands, right? So you have like North Holland, South Holland, and then a whole bunch of other little states. And one of them is Zealand, which is the old Zealand, which makes New Zealand New Zealand. There you go.
1: That's okay. So I just pulled up a link here. Uh, the first Western explorer to land on what is now known as New Zealand was a Dutchman named Abel Tasman. When he arrived in the 1640s, Tasman thought he'd landed on a portion of Staten Land, which is an island off the tip of Argentina. Because apparently, that's what explorers were all about back then—is being completely wrong as to where they'd ended up. Which, in fairness, mm. it's a hard thing to explore back in the 1600s.
0: It's hard when you don't have GPS. Yeah.
1: So he thought he was in Argentina. (sighs) Poor guy. Not alone, though. Not alone by a long shot. Anyway, that's cool. I did not know that. I learned something today. Cool. Uh, I guess as long as we're talking trailers real quick, I did watch the Solo trailer, too.
0: Oh, did they play that or did you seek it out? They did. Oh, okay. No, they played it. Is is your biggest uh, problem my two biggest problems?
1: My biggest problem is why did they cast somebody with no charisma as young Han Solo?
0: Uh, yeah, that's a big, that's a big problem. Yep, the casting. Okay. Yeah. The second one is at the end of the trailer, they have Space Cthulhu, which I guess is kind of redundant calling it Space Cthulhu, but it is giant tentacles flying through space.
1: Yeah. I might have blacked out or maybe I saw a different trailer.
0: Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I just ruined something for you, but there's giant tentacles.
1: That's fine. I don't, that, hmm, it's not promising. I do like Amelia Clark. I think she's a good actress. Is she in that? Yeah. She's the, I think she's a brunette.
0: If she's in it and I didn't recognize her, that's fantastic. Yes. I, sh- I like. I should be able to re- recognize uh, Daenerys Targaryen anywhere I go. But if I can't, that means <laughs> I'm going to love it.
1: She looks fairly different as a brunette as compared to a platinum blonde. True dad. That's a... Big change in anybody, really. Anyway, yeah, Solo, I think they got the visuals correct. I think it feels like a Star Wars movie based on the trailer and all the beats were there, but I just... Young Harrison Ford has got to be charismatic. He is where he is today because of charisma. Yeah. Why is this hard?
0: Maybe maybe the guy will get better in the movie. Who knows?
1: I don't know. I hope so. they got the wisecracking robot. They've got a lot of Chewie, which is great. Chewie's a wonderful character. So I don't know. It's just... <sighs> Oh, and then Lando Calrissian, played by Donald Glover. I love that casting. That is good casting. Yeah, that's good. I guess I'm only mostly upset about whatever rando they chose to play Han. (laughs) That guy. Yeah, probably has a name. Solo. A Star Wars story on the Wikipedia, starring Alden Einrich.
0: What else has he been in?
1: Um, Hail Caesar? It's a Coen Brothers
0: movie that I saw. Never heard of it.
1: It's not a great resume.
0: Not a great photo.
1: No! No, it's not. It's not not promising.
0: I mean, I, I, I mean, here's the problem: getting unknown actors for Star Wars is kind of their thing, and that it always works. Usually, works out pretty well. Yeah, they don't do it all the time, though. They don't do it all the time. But when they have, it's been okay. Like Daisy Ridley, fantastic
1: casting choice. Yeah. for the Star Wars, I like her a lot.
0: So it's kind of a mixed bag when it's like, oh, we need to see if we can like trust this to be a credible actor. And he's got nothing to look at. I did. I actually have Mm -hmm. seen the episode of Supernatural that he's in. I don't remember the character. It's a good episode because it's still from like the first season.
1: (laughs) Yes. As opposed to season 12. Yeah.
0: Oh, you get me. As opposed to like season three. It gets bad fast, that show. I've never watched any of it because that's what I heard. Watch the first season, it's okay.
1: I just, I mean, I'm looking at photos of the guy, and he's handsome, like, I'm down with that, but I just don't see Han, I don't see charisma, I don't see confidence and swagger and the belief that he's the best pilot in the galaxy, right? Yeah. And maybe young Han didn't have that, but I just don't see a young Han that didn't have that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're right. Check out the photo they're using in, like, the header here. Because it kind of has him back-to-back with old solar, like, original OG solar.
1: Right, yeah. And again, maybe there's some facial similarities here, but there's no Han in that dude. Because he kind of looks bored. Yes, he does. He looks kind of like dead-eyed, which is not great. He's maybe kind of stoned in that photo. (laughs) Entirely possible. And the fact that there's been rumors of extensive reshoots and rewrites, and it's just, uh, is bad.
0: I mean, lots of movies have reshoots and rewrites. They do, but it's
1: not usually classics that have that. So there's your Amelia Clark and what's his face?
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yep, that's her. Have you seen Fantastic Amelia Clark eyebrows uh GIF? She talks with her eyebrows more than most people.
0: Uh okay, if you could find that that'll be great.
1: It's actually going to be a YouTube video, but I saw this in gift form because you don't actually need the sound. Just watch her eyebrows.
0: Uh, uh, oh! wow oh. <laughs> 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 They do like they do gymnastics. They do. Wow. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, they're extremely active. Anyway, most of her career has been as a brunette, and the blonde thing has really just been Daenerys.
0: Yeah, which is really what anyone knows her for.
1: Uh yeah, that's fair think that's fair
0: since we've apparently completely moved off infinity war could, do you want to do a little catch up <laughs> from, like the last show did we do our homework uh catch up from the last show did you watch rats or more long horizon oh i did uh i watched
1: Ratsco. I did not watch more of The Log Horizon, unfortunately. So Ratsko is basically what I expected it to be. You gave me the plot synopsis: random office worker hates her life, hates her job. She lets her emotions out through screaming death metal karaoke, and that's what the first episode is. There's really no twist to it. Mm. Um, I guess the twist is the death metal, but since I knew it was coming, there really wasn't one for me. I guess I wasn't anticipating her doing it in the bathroom, though.
0: <laughs> that was. <laughs> that's true. I mean, his his like the the like the cool i need to pause this video i can't like talk eyebrows. fair the, the episodes are so short right that it never outstays its welcome but at the same time you kind of need to watch like two to get somewhere in the story
1: okay that's that's fair i
0: can do that two or three or maybe 10 right there's definitely a right. clear arc don't get me wrong i'm not saying there's 10 episodes where you <laughs> like you only one thing will ever happen over 10 episodes no that's not what i'm saying but i mean you didn't, that you didn't hate horrible. it horrible
1: no no,
0: I thought it was good. Did you? I kind of thought okay. it beat the same
1: <sighs> drum of, like, everybody sucks, but especially the dudes. Which,
0: fine, I guess. No. Because the wolf dude's kind of like her friend. Uh... Did the wolf dude get introduced? Like, she's like, goes on break with them in the lunchroom. He's not the suck-up, is he? No, 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 no. The suck-up's like a meek rat or something. Yeah, he's like a meek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And her, like, friend that she sits next to is, like, always on social medias, like, stalking people.
1: Yep, yeah, she's cool.
0: Yeah, I really like that character. She's fun.
1: She is. She's kind of a creep, but she's cool. But
0: that's like, that's, that's why she's fun.
1: Yep, exactly. See, that's what makes a good character. Uh, So anyway, Arsketsuko was good. I will watch more of it. Just didn't this time around. I watched Super Troopers. One and two. No, just one. Oh, okay, that's fair. It was a lot of homework. What did you think of one, Wade?
0: It was okay. Okay. I laughed once.
1: <gasps>
0: Only once? What part did you laugh at? Let me tell you right meow. <laughs> Really? That's the one? That's the only thing that got me to audibly laugh.
1: You didn't laugh? The next person who says shenanigans, I'm gonna pistol whip. Hey, Farvra! <laughs> What's the name of the restaurant with all the tacky shit on the walls? You mean shenanigans?
0: Oh! Look, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought it was funny. Right, and I was smiling as I was watching. But you didn't laugh. But I didn't laugh. The only thing that got me to audibly laugh was how many times can you <laughs> say meow?
1: with jim gaffigan who's awesome i love jim gaffigan very much saw him live in salt lake a couple years ago and almost died oh really oh like you know you laugh so much that everything hurts you know like make it
0: stop yes i am aware of this yeah, it's not great.
1: And it's kind of great at the same time.
0: So, I mean, I will probably see Super Troopers too. It's really more of the same, though. I'm
1: sad. What about the opening scene where the kids, the dude eats the whole bag of mushrooms and he's like, I'm tripping out, man.
0: No, that, I, I actually stopped the movie after like they got to the bar or whatever. Like, one, I was kind of tired. And I was like, I don't want to fall asleep during this. But I was like, I'm 10 minutes in and nothing has been remotely funny about this. Wow.
1: All right, this is this is not your scene, apparently. All right. Don't get me
0: wrong, I still like the movie. There's still lots I found enjoyable.
1: But it's not something that you want to watch again, okay? I don't know that you're going to enjoy too. It's more of the same.
0: Yeah, I mean, what am I going to do, though? I said I'd watch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're a man of your word, like Thanos. I think that might have been it. <sighs> I think we're done. What a super-sized podcast, man. But it had to be. Massive. had to be for the Infinity War. hmm all right. So we're going to wrap it up. That's going to be it from us. Thank you so much for listening to the Falcon and Paladin Hour with Wade and Falcon. As always, we appreciate the support and especially that of our patrons. You can check us out at patreon.com slash Hour. Also, feel free to check out our merch. we got mugs and hoodies and shirts and stuff. We're working on getting additional mm-hmm. shirt designs if you want to check that out sooner, later than later. And until next time, as always, thanks for listening and you take care of yourself. <laughs>
0: Any StarCraft did, just to say we did.
1: Mm, nope. I'm done.